Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, man, great to have you on. Obviously, you had a big weekend in Fayetteville as you were. Uh, you had two things, Roger. You had the Thursday night premiere of Resurgence. And Houston, you said you had 40 players. Is that right? 40 players attend that uh, screening? Pretty close to that. Yeah, pretty close to that on that Thursday night. And then Friday had even more. So it was, boy, it's really good to see so many former players. Friday night, of course, Roger, he was inducted in the Hall of Honor, U of A Hall of Honor. Congratulations. Is, is, is it Ring of Honor, Hall of Honor? What's it called, Houston? It's Hall, isn't it? Uh, Hall of Honor. Hall of Honor. Okay, I got, had it right. Yeah, yeah that's what, awesome. what he did, you know, well uh, and, and he said it's somewhere where we can go back and see it. I had to do some Channel 7 stuff so I couldn't get over there. But what Houston did is a typical Houston thing, Roger. He is, he got up there, and at the end he said, i got to have every player that played for me come up on stage. Oh, nah, man. So I know you, uh, Darren McFadden was there, and, and Felix was there, and, of course, Felix was honored, being honored there that night, too. And then all the guys from that 98 team. How many people were on stage? you have any idea? Uh, it's, it's 50, close to about 50. Wow. And I, I, I'm so appreciative. Matt Jones was there, Sean Andrews, Kenny Hamlin, Eddie Jackson, Quentin Caber, all those guys flew in from Houston. And, you know, they didn't have to do that. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I, 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 I wish I could name them all, but yeah, I tell you, it, it was just, uh, I, I'm just so humbled by it and so appreciative. And then uh, uh, Danny, my brother, he, he flew in from Florida. Great. Uh you know, Bill Keppel, Clifton Neely, Bobby Allen. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Mike Markison. Those yeah. guys came back. And uh, I, we talked to Joe Ferguson and Keith and all. Of course, those guys uh, were, were were busy. And, of course, Keith coaching high school football. So, a lot of guys couldn't make it. But, boy, a lot of guys gave a lot of effort. And I tell you, you know, as you know, David, that relationship is the biggest thing. When you hadn't coached, the biggest thing you miss so much is the relationship between the players, the bond that celebrated locker room, all those things. And, and I tell you, I was very appreciative of the fans. That's the first time my family and I have been back and table together since 2007. And I tell you, it was uh, it was something. Yeah, you had told us that last year. It hit me while we I mean, last week, rather. We, we were talking to you, and it hit me. I thought, you know, maybe you had not – this was the first time that you'd been back as a family and, you know, not as a coach and since 2007. And so what was the game experience like on game day? You were honored, I, I guess, either halftime or sometime during the game. But what was just the pregame like? What kind of reception from fans? What did you do? What Tailgate or what, what, all, what all happened on Saturday? I tell you, it's an unbelievable experience. Was it's my first time, you know, being amongst the crowd right. before a football game. Um, I want to say, uh, first of all, you know, Hunter Hurecheck and his staff, uh, boy, they did a heck of a job for those three days, seventy-two hours of of just keeping us moving. Yep. And one of the one of the, one of the ceremonies, David, is a is a brick where you have your name yes. on a brick and yep. you put your brick. You no, know, you did that. And no, I've not, I, I, have, I have not. I've seen it though. I think it's it's cool. Oh, I've seen it though. What? Yeah. Really, really neat. And um, but the biggest, uh, biggest, the, the most fun from for my, my son, girls, and my my wife was tailgate. First time, first time yeah. ever. How about that with the family? Yeah, and going from really a different. I, I didn't realize they that they do something so different. All the tents. <laughs> they're there. Yes. It's coming. I, I, I tell you, that that was something. And then uh, Felix and Darren, we were walking on that field, you know, after that first quarter. Boy, the, 
the organization of the students with music and this and that, that, that was really something to watch. And then uh, just everything, you know, getting ready, getting hyped, seeing the seeing the guys come out of that, that A, yeah. you know, it, it just brings back a lot of memories. It, it was a lot of excitement. Yeah, that's, uh, it's really where you think about it, Roger, is that that's something that Houston, he's been doing TV, he's been a coach, oh. he's never been out there tailgating before. It's, I know. It is some, it's amazing what tailgating has become now. It, again, the, the, the tents you rent, the TVs, the, the, the food, the yeah. drink, I mean, it is a production, and some people have been doing it for a and, uh, and it's a big deal. It's, it's part of the, really, to me, it, was make, it makes college football the, the grandest sport, because you not only the, is a great, game great, but the pregame is outstanding with the tailgate. Well, I'm glad you got to experience that. Yeah, that yeah. was, and, and I know you felt the love from the uh, from oh. the from the fans, and and uh, you got a big cheer there during the game, and it had to be great again to have all your players there. Of course, I, think, I want to get the resurgence again too. Uh, watch that. I, I told you yesterday. I, I mean, I was watching it, you know, because I was, you know, I was really locked in at that time. You know, I was still doing a lot of work with Coach Brules, and I obviously, you know, lobbied hard in every direction I could for you to get the job. And it was sort of a contentious thing, and to sort of relive that through that resurgence, and and you know, what's great about that that I didn't realize that they were going to do is go through every game. So you're you're reliving and you feel the momentum and and what you had preached early on. The three things: going to win all of our games, going to win SEC title, going to win a national championship. It was happening. It was happening. And you get to Tennessee, you're ranked number 10 against number one. And, of course, we know what happened there. And to see the pain in that locker room, that was another thing you allowed, you know, which had never been done before. So you had to go to Coach Brawls and ask him, Coach, can we can we allow the cameras, you know, the, the guys who were his champion, can, can you film us? And it yep. showed the pain in your face, showed the pain in the player's face after the losses to Tennessee and Mississippi <laughs> State. But I'll tell you, it was well done. If you're Fox Plus, it's only seven bucks. It's worth it just to see this documentary. Uh, you have to be happy with how that turned out, Houston. Oh, unbelievable. And I got, you can't say enough for Haley Ordwell, Ordway, uh, Ashlyn Greer. And I tell you, I got to give I got to give credit to my daughter, my youngest one, Haven, who gave it to me like two weeks before this Thursday night. Said, "Hey, Ted, why would you not watch this thing when it's when it's it's it comes open? Uh, I think it's going to be shown first time September seventh. Why would you not watch it with your team? I yeah. said, you got two weeks. Yeah, you can't get, get all that together. <laughs> and lo and behold, you looked up and you got Grant Garrett, Russ Brown, Clint Sterner, Joe Dean Davenport, Zach Painter, Canale. I mean." Marvin Cass, and you got all these guys yeah. there, and you relive it. That's the first time now, David, where you actually, you know, you lived it, but all of a sudden you're looking from the outside yeah. like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, it was it was an unbelievable year, and you said it, though. That, there's two games that keep me up ever so often, yeah. and one of them is in Knoxville, Tennessee, brother. You uh, you know it's twenty one to three and 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 then obviously you know, everybody knows what happened but you know you guys had beat them you guys had outplayed them you th- you know you felt you were the better team and you strange things happen in life but you know what's great it's almost like a movie that could be a movie uh, of the storyline of a, of a program that was dead on arrival remember I remember thinking I actually flew down I've told this story before the, the, in the year before ninety seven I wrote this on the air I flew down and, and Janet Huckabee uh, went down for the because it was I think it was the second or third year of the boot game so the governor invited me to fly down with coach Brawls and coach Brawls had talked and told the governor get ready getting ready to let go of Danny you know unless he unless he wins this game today but probably gonna let go of him anyway and and to see him on the sideline with with Clint Sterner coming off and losing that game in Baton Rouge and the transition 
it's hard to believe that that, that this story and, and then what you sold them as far as this is what I believe, and to see it then play out and have video and then Janet Huckabee almost getting a fight walking off that field. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the uh, no, it was the, uh, the, the, the LSU fans that. were chanting at her. And coach, where were you when this was going on? Were you Boise? What were you doing as uh, as the head coach of that? Let's just say. Uh, uh, halfway through the season of Boise, and you see what's going on. Are you keeping up with your old school? Not just because no, of the job no, or anything no, like that. No, 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 uh, no. We were locked into Boise State. Now you always look at maybe look at a score, you glance at it, but that's that's the least uh, uh, what's on your mind. Oh, I understand, you know, but I mean, just because you were an Arkansas uh, a boy, right. when you're looking at your old, you know what I mean? Just going, oh, what's good? that? Well, yeah. Towards the end, now, Roger. Towards the end. There in November, you know, you, you always have this hope, maybe, but I never deep, really deep down inside did, didn't think I could even get a interview until Coach Burrell said, hey, come interview. Hmm. So uh, because of, you know, guys like David Basil, Wes Sutton, Buddy Sutton, and Robert Farrell, and then don't forget now, Coach Burrell's got a selection committee yep. really for the first time of Razorbacks, Bill yep. Montgomery, Scott Bull, and don't forget Jim Lindsay. Jim Lindsay, yep. And I worked for Jim Lindsay as coming out of Little Rock Central my first summer before I went to Arkansas. Uh, you know, I worked for him, and so he knew that I wanted it more than any other the other fourteen candidates. Yeah, that was a great part of the of the of the movie too, the documentary. You knew with Jim in there, you had a chance. You knew that Grant Garrett, you know, Grant said you were the best. You were the first to interview, and there were fourteen others. And you mentioned Wes Sutton. I know, you know, it was the minute that we knew this was going to happen. We all started banging the drum. Of course, Orville was banging the drum for Tommy Tumber- Tuberville, and uh, and what's and I remember, I remember you and I having a conversation. Uh, uh, maybe or, or me and West was just, just knowing how difficult that situation was for you because you didn't know, you know, you got boys over there. You got your AD saying, "Hey, what you, what you going to do?" And you're like, "Come on, coach, bro. I need to give me an answer. Either, either you know, cut me loose or give me the darn job." And so, uh, anyway, just just a great story, and I'm glad now it's forever documented in, in a great way. It's only an hour. It just covers a lot of ground. It's an emotional deal. Makes you proud to be a Razorback. And all the, all those in central all those in central Arkansas. You know, obviously. The Little Rock connection, and it's uh, listen. I'd never seen a picture of you as a kid when you. I think you were walking up to your steps of your house. You had a football in your hand and uh, some of the other things. So they did. That's coming from practice right there at Little Rock Central as a sophomore right there. I know. I mean, to find that kind of film is is outstanding. But anyway, I I guess as we get older, we appreciate those kind of things, and uh, I'm I'm really glad that uh, (laughs) you know that that that, that's you know has happened. And but I tell you that speech, you know, it made me go back today. Today is the beginning of bear hunting season in uh in arkansas so i just ask lister the first one who calls in and gives me the three animals that houston named uh you're the winner it is (laughs) this is your home you hear that you hear that that's special there's a lot of lions tigers and bears but they even one razorback number one nothing but one. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, too. I, I remember, of course, uh, Tommy and I were doing the show at the time. I think that's right. Maybe what's it? What? Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the studio with Tommy. I remember talking. I'm we still in high school. That's, you no, know, but I remember Tommy and I talking, thinking, when you beat Alabama, 
the way you beat Alabama. Was it 42-17 or something? I mean, I remember thinking forty-two. And I remember thinking, holy cow, you just just beat the crap out. I mean, just embarrassed them. Uh, you knew that you had something, and that really you said in the video or the documentary. That's when you all of a sudden all the players start looking around and saying, "Wow, we are good." And that was a great impetus for the rest of the season, wasn't it? It really was. That's where we gained confidence. We really didn't know until that game. And Sean Alexander, if you look, there's one play where Zach Painter's on one side and Kenori Kennedy's coming up from the other side getting ready to be a head-on collision. I've never seen this, and he's a great, great back. He slides down like a quarterback Interesting, interesting. He had enough. He had enough by the fourth quarter. Those guys (laughs) were so good on defense. And, I mean, they played with uh, a passion, and they were physical. We're visiting with Houston. Not brought to you by Reed's Metals. You can check them out online at reedsmetals.com or 501-77-METAL. They will take good care of you. Uh, 20 colors to choose from when it comes to the uh, the metal roofing. Get that pole barn, pole Josh. Pole for all your side-by-sides, tractors, boats, you name it. The other thing I loved is my old teammate. It was featured in there about uh, Keith Burns, who was just as crazy when I played with him, Houston. And the whole co- <laughs> the whole code red deal. I was trying. I didn't know. So, so what happened the first time, for those that don't no, you know, Keith, uh, Roger, Keith Burns, you, you do a code red if there's a fire. So you got to get everybody out to put out the fire. So he, he went up to Houston and said, I want to knock on the on the door of our opponent and start yelling code red, code red. And Houston was like, eh, Keith, <laughs> Keith, I don't know about that. And then and so it came time. So it was the Friday night before the game. It wasn't game day, right? Against Was it against Alabama, right? Alabama. And, you know, Friday, you know how you do the walkthrough? They're right there on the field. You kind of go yep. through some substitutions just a few days before you go to the hotel. And, and Keith, I'm looking at Keith and starting to walk. Well, about that time, Alabama's bus pulls in because they're getting ready to go through their walkthrough. Right. And I'm looking at Keith. You can't go knock on their door now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And he's got C.J. McClain. He's got Ryan Hale and, and those guys following us, which I can't stop now. They'll, they'll say I'm a coward. I can't do it. So he goes. He goes and knocks on the Alabama door. And the, one of the coaches or one of the managers in Alabama says, "Hey, can I help you?" Cold red. <laughs> <laughs> and they turn around and walk off. And I tell you what, now cold red play hard, uh, max speed and finish. Uh, those were the three elements of cold red. And as you said, put out the fire. Where is sudden change? It doesn't matter. That was the attitude. And I know. They bought in and, and to give Keith a lot of credit for, it. but it made me nervous a little bit. <laughs> oh sure, could could have backfired. When we go on the road and knock on doors, I said, hey, well, "Come on, we're in the world. We're a business." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Keith was so crazy. I love playing with him. He he was just as crazy, you know, as a player, and he did that as a coach. But man, I remember that one clip in there. He told it was against Ole Miss. Was guess what he said? We're going to shut them out. He said, "You you got to shut these guys out." And they did. It's thirty four to nothing, which was interesting. But was Tuberville there at that game when you played them that that, that first year? Was Tuberville? He already left. I can't remember. Tony David. That's why this game was so personal. Yes, because Tommy Tuberville says in a pregame, says in a pregame, and some I don't know how somebody got this word to me. Says he he just told his team when it's wet and when it's raining. Nothing smells worse than a wet hog or oh, something like that. That's said, right. We're fixing to show him what this wet hog smells like uh, on this field. And it was personal because, as you know, 
There was some. There was some oh, yeah. selection committee members that wanted Tommy Tucker, right. including Orville Henry. So this was personal, and and Keith was saying since Tuesday, we're going to shut him out. We're going to shut him out. And I'm thinking, oh well. Good. I <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I was thinking. I knew, you know, because I'm no Tuberville, but would have loved to have won that game. And I'd forgotten until I watched the, the documentary that you guys had whipped them that bad. And sort of a statement there. You're right. That caused some divisions there on that selection committee. And uh, but but wow, that was uh, 34 nothing. Anyway, just the the Keith Burns deal, the code red, which is crazy. You know, the main thing I think, yeah, Anthony Lucas did a great job. I think Anthony got emotional at the end. And Anthony Lucas looks the exact same. You. Watch this, Roger. When you watch him, because they keep going back and forth, they're showing Clint Turner, Grant Garrett, all the twenty-two year old seniors. Anthony Lucas looks the exact same way. He does not look like he's aged today since he was twenty. He looks his skin looks the same. He talks the same. But anyway, the, the, he gave a great uh, analysis uh, analogy, rather, just of, of how the team was not a team, and you brought them together uh, and made them believe and made them believe in each other. And uh, I, I love what one of the things uh, you did. And of course, I'm giving away some of the things, but you can watch the documentary yourself, Roger. When he came in the first meeting, you noticed that there was a segregation in the meeting room, and you started moving people right then. You, I mean, this was like your first meeting. You said, Jodine, I want you to sit over there. Clint, I want you to sit over there. And he could tell, right, that there was that. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You could tell, you know, they pretty much just kind of sat with their buddies and, and mostly offense, defense. But it was a little bit a little bit more, you know, black and white separated. And um, and just wanted to bring them together. And remember, David, they didn't all live under one roof like you and I did. Right. You know, we're working Wilson Sharp. So right. You had freshmen in the in the dorm, and then you had everybody condos, apartments. A little tougher to get keep everybody together when you when you're in there sleeping together, eating together. Yeah. you're together all the time. It's one thing, but when you're separated, and that was kind of their. As soon as practice over, I noticed. Well, they they, they practice hard, but they well they couldn't wait to get in their yep. car and they're leaving. Yep. Yep. They're going to the apartment, going to their condo, and so we wanted gym rats. We want them to be family. We wanted to be together. And you're right, Anthony Lucas. What he said was emotional yep. and passionate, and he does. He still looks like he's a senior in college today. Yeah. Uh, but what he said is, you know, it felt like this. And the other thing is, Marvin Cashin brought this up when they all came up, when everybody had a little something to say. Is it was the first time they seen a coach in, in their dorm room or in their con- in their apartment. We, we made sure that we went to their place. You know, I think it's something when uh, a little bit different than always seeing a, a player in a film room or on the practice field, you have to make. Yeah. And if you play video with them or you're eating a, a hamburger or whatever, there's something a little bit different when they come over to your house to eat. It's just it just builds that relationship, you know. You bet. Well, it was uh, it was a great walk down memory lane, and so I encourage everybody to check it out. It'll make you feel good about being a, a hog fan. And uh, uh, we're out of time. Uh, real quick, uh, concerns about BYU. Uh, the you know the lines about eight and a half hogs did not look like two weeks in a row have not been able to run the ball. No push up front. What, what do you think? You know, I hadn't seen BYU, uh, but uh, you know Felix Jones. We're sitting on that sideline, and he said, hey, where's the hype? Yep. You know, every, you know it, there was a little hype, you know, with the band and everything, but as they came out, you could kind of see, and Felix noticed, of course, there's no hype here, and where's the, where's the running lane? Yep. And so he's asking that question as a running back, and that's that's what everybody's going to ask. And so they got to get that going. you got to get that going. It, it's a quarterback's best friend. I don't think you put everything on KJ uh, as good as he is. And, of course, they didn't have Rocket Sanders there. Didn't get to see him play. Uh, but they got to get that running game going, get physical there, and then uh, um, 
you know, you got when you're at home, you you got to make sure, hey, it's that's a home field advantage, and you got to play with uh, with some big time effort there. Coach, yeah. we're going to be down uh, 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 at the A and M game. Will Will you be there, Pappy? Absolutely, right. I'm going to be there. You know what? I, yes, the, sir. The other clip that we need to get. And, and uh, we're out of time. We'll even talk about another time. It's when he, Coach Broles came in that locker room after he had beaten Kentucky. <laughs> and uh, you, listen, uh, you turn around, looked at Keith. You go, "This is exactly what I hope could happen." Because he said, what, "Remember, you, Roger, you were quoting it the other day. He said, you got character. You got character. You, you, you play together. I've never been more proud. I almost want to cry." And don't forget about this famous word that Roger says so eloquently. Uh, winning becomes habitual. That's it right there. It <laughs> is. That's it. He you know says what he did? He there. did two. He did that one. That was in. That was a Fayetteville game. Must have been after Tennessee in '99 when he did that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. But he, when, when we beat Kentucky, he was so happy. He's coming up. We're coming up that ramp going to the locker room. I don't want to speak to the team. I want to speak wow. to the team. Wow. I said, Coach, stay right there. We got one announcement. I'm going to hand you. You got it. Come on. Oh, I'm not my God. Oh, my that, God. That had to be a it, it, thrill it, it, for you to give it to him. And then for Coach Brawls, he knew he made the right decision. Absolutely. He knew he had anyway. But that to see that happen, to see that stands going crazy after yeah. how down it had been, you know, in the previous years. Well, well great stuff, Houston. Yeah. yeah, really, really good stuff. Congratulations Coach, on everything. Congratulations on everything. I hope you had a great time up there last weekend and a well-deserved honor being in that yeah, uh, a, a Hall of Honor. Congratulations. Yeah. It, was, it was a great time. Thank you. All right, Coach. Talk All to right, you next Coach. week. Houston up. Right, go uh, Hawks. Th- go Hawks. Thanks.